Johnny, you and I have been apart for a couple days. It's been a few moments. It's been about a week. Uh, this was a fun conversation. Agreed? It was a good time. Uh, I missed talking to you, and I think we covered a lot of bases. Between The Last Jedi and some delicious beers, I think we hit a lot of ground, and I would love to let our listeners listen to those things. But first, I would love to let you tell them about The Handlebar. Yeah, in case you need a reprieve from this lovely podcast and would like to go grab a quick bite to eat, you should go check out The Handlebar. They have recently remodeled, expanded their beer selection, and they're already a pre-existingly fantastic menu. It's mm-hmm. even better now. They've got burgers, fries, and a few more special things. It's really delicious. I recommend the peppercini burger. Nice. Good very call. good. Yeah. Peppercini pastrami. It's very delicious. And they've got a dope happy hour every single day, seven days a week from two to six. You will get $1 off any single draft beer that you order. So go check them out. They are on 20th Street. At 2070 East 20th Street specifically. And like Johnny said, they do have a happy hour seven days a week from two to six. You get a dollar off all their draft beers. It's so exciting. They're a wonderful local business. Go check them out. They support us. Support them. We would appreciate it. They would appreciate it. You'll appreciate their service and their beers. It's the best. We stamp that business. Fresh hop approved. Boom. Why don't we begin? This is Fresh Hop Cinema. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fresh Hop Cinema, a podcast about film and craft beer. My name is Max Minardi. My name is Johnny Summers and this is the extra special Christmas extravaganza. Indeed, we're coming to you on a cold, well for us, Thursday night in December and Johnny and I have been apart for so long it is, and now we're here. It has been seven days apart. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Huh? I guess yeah. it's the same amount as always. But um, I was waiting for absence to make my heart grow fonder. Abstinence? That too. That makes my <laughs> loins grow fonder. Right, sure. Yeah. No, it's been a good seven days without you. Yeah, all right. I don't know how to respond to that, but okay. No, yeah, good. You, you seem like you've had a very interesting time. Uh, I feel like it hasn't been seven days because you were actually welcomed into our home via Instagram Live. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, we, we, we streamed a whole set while I was playing Call of Duty. And I was in Reno playing uh, music. I think it was Oroville. Mm-hmm. The set you played was in Oroville. No, that was Reno. The one you live streamed? Mm-hmm. On Instagram? No, it was from the wine company. No, that was... Oh... Sorry, long week. You're right. It's cool. That was Orville. Dude, I don't even know what day it is. You said Thursday, and I was like, yeah. It is, right? I'm pretty sure it's still (laughs) Thursday. Uh, Yeah. yeah. I've had a particularly long day, Uh, but I'll get into that more when we start talking about the movie, because it kind of relates. Um, And it also relates to what's sitting in front of you. Right, which we'll get in. Well, we can do that now, I guess. You've got all episode to drink that bad boy. Yeah, and and that's the rule. Okay, let's talk about this, because this only happens every every so often. We have a rule here on Fresh Hop Cinema where if you don't see the movie of the week, you are punished by having to drink a Four loco yep. by the end of the episode. Yep. I have just opened mine. It is, uh, I didn't see the movie this week. That's what I'm getting at. It's, yeah. a, it's the Fruit Punch Four loco. It's 12%. It's red <laughs> in the spirit of Christmas. All oh. of our beers are very red themed this week. Good, so good call. Max F. Oh. <laughs> Yep. I was trying to censor yeah. myself. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, Max mm. effing up and mm. not seeing sure, the movie. Sure. I wasn't going to call you Matt. I was trying not to drop F bombs <laughs> this early. Right. Matt. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So they're all kind of red themed. So it's it's cool. Yes. Tying but, it together. Right. But that's the deal. So we, I have to drink this by the end of the, the episode because I didn't see The Last Jedi. Yeah. Kind of. Also, you have to sing us a Christmas song. That's not happening. Yep. No way. Chestnuts let's, roasting. Let's get down, down to about the F on the on can. On an open fire. 
Come on, give me your best Michael Bublé impression. <laughs> it's not happening now. Like Michael Bublé with a cold. That's the other thing. If you've been listening over the past few weeks, I had, uh, I think, bronchitis, and then it went away. And then after several days in Reno, it's sort of back. Pretty so sure it's just AIDS. It could be AIDS, which would be not a relief, but at least an answer. Anyways, man, what, what's uh, what's new with you? Oh, just getting ready for Christmas, working way too much, and just being tired and old. Sweet. <laughs> about yep. You know, the older you get, the more December is just about being broke and tired. Right. You look like a little bundle of uh, warmth today. You have like four layers on. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, when I get to work in the morning, it was 28 degrees. Oh, that is cold. So yeah, layers are in order and you can, you know, strip them down throughout the day right. and then right. eventually you do your, just do your job naked. Right. And then as the sun goes down, you start adding layers. You bring them again. back. Yeah. yeah. Just Obviously. one big cycle. Yeah. My, my clothing's very cyclical throughout yeah. the day. Yeah. From the zenith is nudity. Great, man. Yeah. yeah. As every zenith should be. Yeah. But other than that, um, just playing with my new robot. I got a robot. Okay. You're going to have to obviously got to say more than that. Uh, yeah. We got a really dope Christmas present in the mail from some family and it's an Amazon Echo Plus. Oh, I've seen those. It's ridiculous. It's, so for it, those that haven't, what is, what is it? It's um, Imagine uh, a five or six inch round metal cylinder that sits on your kitchen counter that you can like talk to. Oh yeah. It's, like a giant tuna can size, right? They're kind of flatter. Pretty than much. Yeah. But it's like, it's this tall. Oh, yeah. Okay. They make little ones too, but the one I have is like a pillar. So mm-hmm. it's probably 12 inches tall or something. It's really cool. It's got a built in speaker. Uh, you can s- just talk to it. It's the Alexa of Amazon. Of Amazon. <coughs> it's, yeah. it's scary because you can link it to your Amazon Prime account and oh, just no. be like, Order me this. Yeah. We talked about this last week. Like, we should have a. So it's even easier now. Thing. Right. Yeah. Um, you should uh, numb your throat with some Four Loco. <laughs> it's not working. I'm going to. Keep talking. Oh, God. <laughs> My so Lord. All of these beer reviews are going to be very tainted yeah. by I antiseptic. Have to, I have to do a real cough drop, guys. I'm so sorry. It's one of the chloroseptic oh. ones. I'm so sorry. I got to do it. Yeah, I'm about to just start eating pretzels. That's just as bad as putting a cough drop oh, in. No. Please don't eat a pretzel. <laughs> I'm going to eat a pretzel. Don't do it. I might. Two wrongs. Thinking about it. <clears throat> Two wrongs equal a Christmas You have episode. to steer the show tonight. Yeah. Just, oh, God. You got to do it. This is now. <clears throat> we're all going to die. Yeah, anyways, so this thing, I realized you can ask it to tell you a joke, Oh, and it tells you jokes. Does it? And it hasn't told me the same one twice. I think she's pulling jokes off the internet, mm-hmm. and it's creepy. That is. Um, I was talking to a robot in my house, and the robot made me laugh. And I had a really weird, like, conflicted mm-hmm. moment where that I'm like- That is weird. I, I was like, Shalina, do you realize what just happened? Like what? I'm like I'm having a conversation with a robot and tells it, jokes funnier than you and do. It, legit. Yeah. Yeah. And it made me laugh. Like a robot in my kitchen's making me laugh, <laughs> and it, it's terrifying. And yeah. the robots are taking over. So I don't know what's going to happen, but we should be investing in electromagnetic um, ammunition yes. of some sort. Because Point is, yeah, enjoy your holidays now because it might be the last. Yeah. So my Christmas presents probably going to become sentient and kill me within mm-hmm. the next twelve months. So. Yeah. I feel like this podcast has an expiration date now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I don't have one of those. I'll carry on in your memory. No, just I'm going to get you one. Make it, no, so we can go down know. together. Right. You know, it's crazy, though, because you can just, and you can tell her to like play a song, like mm-hmm. any song in the whole universe. That's pretty cool. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's quick. It's way really? better. It's a way better interface than Siri. 
Oh, Siri takes a while. It's seamless. Yeah, that's nice. And you can just tell her to turn the volume up or down and like shuffle, make me a radio station. It's crazy. That's great. I was washing dishes and I was like, I wonder what goes in hollandaise sauce because I was thinking about making brunch. Nice. And I just asked the robot that lives in my house now and the robot gave me four recipes for hollandaise sauce. Which one did you, have you made it? No. No. I have to make like a dairy free (laughs) version. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be weird. It's very dairy based uh, sauce. But the fact that my robot was like spouting off recipes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's going to be an amazing tool like for cooking. Right. You know, because then you can like- Who needs it. wives anymore? Tell jokes. They cook in the kitchen. Get your echo now. Exactly. If we can somehow incorporate Yeesh. a- Nope. <laughs> flesh light- Come on, man. Into the Alexa. I don't know. Yeah. I was definitely going the jokey route there. So was I. Yeah. You don't want that. You don't know. What if the top just unscrewed? And you're like, that's it. Oh. Ugh. Alexa. Play kung fu fighting. It's sexy time. <laughs> Uh, I want to talk about something that I have learned and I'm excited about this week. What? Two things. It's two new podcasts that I'm listening to. One. Is this what's got you up? Sure. Yeah. Let's okay. talk. It's We've talked about HowStuffWorks.com. They yeah. did a Stuff You Should Know, a podcast we both listened to. Lately, they've been advertising another show called Part-Time Genius. It's also from HowStuffWorks.com. It's not about me. It is. Okay, yes. good. Uh, no, it's about uh, it's these two guys that pick these random topics and basically break down all these facts you never knew. Episodes that I've listened to recently include, does trash talking really work? Uh, nine cat facts in honor of National Cat Herder Day. Uh, nine sloth facts worth clinging to, which I appreciate. Uh, what are the most incredible things the human body can do? That sort of thing. And they, the two have really good rapport and they go back and forth. They sometimes have guests. And, and that's part-time genius. Part-time genius, yes. Well, anytime there's cats involved. Right. I'm in. Um, the other one is uh, produced or released by a uh, a stream called Scene on Radio, S-C-E-N-E. And they just, I don't know when they started it. I think this actually might be a little bit older, but it's something to listen to around the holidays. And it's a 14-part series called Seeing White. Uh, and it's basically a discussion about the... White, uh, whites? Yeah, sort of race relations in America. I've only listened to part one so far, but um, the 30-minute segments, and it's a different approach to talking about race. And this time around, the holidays are all around family, and that stuff tends to either get brought up or brushed under the rug awkwardly and then brought up later. Yeah. Um, so I would recommend checking those things out. Uh, again, that's seen on radio. You're going to go down several episodes into, uh, into their series called seeing white. And Max is going to share that link on our Twitter for sure. Just yeah. in case anyone wants to listen along with what Max is listening to. Indeed. What podcast am I listening to? I listened to Joe Rogan just started a new MMA podcast. There you go. So he did that with Eddie Bravo. Who's like a world renowned jujitsu ju- guy. Mm-hmm. He created 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu. So gotcha. that was fun. There's a big UFC coming up on December 30th. Who's There's uh, a lot of hype for that. Who's who's dancing? Uh, uh, Cyborg is fighting Holly Holm for the women's belt. Cyborg? Yeah, her name's Cyborg. She's scary. Her name is Cyborg? You should pull her up. Is this becoming like WWE? Is that what the UFC is? No. Gravedigger. But it's <laughs> like all, all the fighters have um, not acronyms, but like um, pseudonyms. Um, is that the right monikers, word? Monikers, maybe. Monikers. It's like, a, like a nickname. Yeah. Like a stage name. Like maybe? their stage title. Sure. But yeah. Just type in Chris Cyborg. Oh, Chris. Okay. Yeah. And pull up images she of her. She has a normal name. Yeah. That's about all that's normal about her. Pull up some images. All right. This isn't going to relate to this. This sort of seems uh, like a wasted activity for our listeners, but. That's fine. No, because the fun is hearing you see it. Just makes sense in my head. It's fine. Why is that all the same image? That's weird. But anyways, yeah, there's some big MMA fights coming up. So I've been listening to that. And what else have I been listening to? This American Life has been cranking out some new episodes. Those have been really good. 
Did you listen to the new one about uh, the poultry farm? No, I've literally been like full of the part-time genius uh, for the last week. (laughs) I try and keep up on This American Life just because their episodes are always so interesting. Yeah, they're amazing. They did a two-part series uh, about immigration and how it affected a town in Alabama. Cool. Uh, And they had this massive influx of immigrants in it. Their poultry farm or processing plant got kind of like... Maybe I did hear about this, actually. It was interesting. It was in the news when it happened and stuff. So Interesting yeah. stuff. I like podcasts that make my make me think. Totally. Not like this one. Right. No, this is mindless entertainment. This is definitely just listen to us, see if we say anything stupid. <coughs> so I'm ready for my Christmas song. Nope. Come on, Buble. N- not a chance. God darn it. I can't cuss. It's not the danger zone. <coughs> we have rules. Right. Uh, so anyways, let's get to what we've been up to in the last couple of days, in the last week. Seeing this movie, um, one of kind us of. saw the movie. Well, two of us almost w- saw the whole movie. One and a half of us Correct. saw the whole movie. That's how, yeah. yeah. W- but which half of you saw the movie? The first. Oh, I see. Which half of the movie did we see? The last. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, yes. so we're, you're drinking a Four loco as punishment. So let's let's be clear. I want to know why exactly you had to bail on the movie. I'm gonna Since we've spent so much time talking about us already, I'm going to save it till we get to the movie. We should talk about our beer. Oh, I'm drinking. No, I'm just gonna say like our show beer. Oh, yeah. Right. You don't want to talk about the the okay. Miller High Life no. I'm sipping on because I was thirsty. <laughs> I want to do the show part of the show. All right, well, grab a glass. Yep. Because I can't reach it. It's right here. And I mean, I have little arms. Right, you got the microphone in front of you. Try it. And the table. <laughs> Describe the setup today, please. Uh, we're working on a smaller table than usual. It's a it's a short little end table. Because I got into town late today, and I haven't had a chance to really set up our studio, so it's a different, different kind of thing. Uh, so that's uh, that is why the struggle right Whoa, now. Whoa, this beer smells like that weed. is dank, man. That is, I just got a got a well, not a glimpse, a whiff. A, I, a I caught whiff. a glimpse of got a glimpse of that weed smell. This glimpse of my nose. It's I like, can smell it even through this cough drop. That is holy bold. Shin- Nikes. Nikes. Holy shiitake <laughs> mushrooms. Shout out Chris Farley. His birthday was the other day. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. He died in 97. Yeah. Does that not make you feel old? I was young still. He's been dead for 20 years. Yeah. That's that's weird. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. First beer of the evening. Merry Christmas, by the way. Fresh Hop family. This is the Christmas special. Mm-hmm. I'm going to beat that horse till it's dead. It's Christmas time. So we are drinking Christmas-themed beers. This beer is called Hoppy Lovin' Christmas by McKellar. It's an IPA brewed with ginger... And pine needles. That's right, folks. Real pine needles are in this beer. Not anymore. Well, they are. If you look in there. <coughs> I think so. I don't know. They're going to be inside us soon. So, yeah. This uh, very interesting beer. It's got a cool label. And the rest of the label is in a foreign language, except the Surgeon General's warning. But there are pictures of people feeding reindeer some sort of mm-hmm. foliage. Yeah. Probably pine needles. Maybe. We'll say they're pine needles. Sure. It's not like mistletoe or hemlock or anything. Mm-hmm. So, cool label. It kind of looks like mistletoe. <clears throat> oh, wow. What do you think? It's not as unapproachable as I thought it would be. It's actually pretty good. Good. Yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> Are you chewing up your cough drop off mic? This is so awkward. I love this episode already. Um, it's definitely piney. Like the pine needles 
I mean, pine needles and hops are two things that kind of have a similar aroma already. You know, pi- I mean, yeah. that's one of the big descriptors <clears throat> for like really good hops piney. is piney, mm-hmm. resinous, you know, and what better way to accentuate that than add pine needles? Right. Like, let's just add the ingredient. I love how you're washing down your cough drop with a four loco. Palate cleanser. I love oh, it. It's good. It's smooth. <clears throat> but it's really actually nice. I was anticipating not enjoying this beer. So I had like zero expectations for it. I just bought it because it was really thematically appropriate for the Christmas episode. But in fact, this is very nice. What kind of beer did you say this was? It's an IPA. ABV. Oh. Mm. oh. Beer. I don't know. If you're going to ask me questions, you have to talk while I find <laughs> the answer. Sorry, I thought you might have known it. No. I think it's 7.8%. It is 7.8%. Do you know that because you just put the bottle down? Uh, yeah, I looked at it earlier. I was just hoping I was, I was right. You are correct. Uh, yeah, I'm going to taste it now. Yeah. Uh, with this numbed tongue and like cherry kind of sugary. Yeah. Tongue. Let's see what happens. Yeah. See, so to be clear, the things that you picked up were what? Uh, piney, mm-hmm. very sappy, a mm-hmm. uh, lot of hops, a lot of ginger, actually. You get a little bit of the spiciness from the ginger, but the spiciness of the ginger makes it taste like Christmas. It's like that spicy, hoppy, piney. It's really good. So it tastes sparkly to me. That's the first thing I felt was just the, the tinglys. Okay. Because of the carbonation. Yeah. Which is weird because Four Loco is also carbonated, but different. Yeah. Four Loco is carbonated like a soda pop. Yeah. This it is really carbonated is. like a beer. There's a different carbonation there oh, for, for sure. Oh, for sure. Because, I mean, Four Loco is <clears throat> malt liquor. <clears throat> yeah. But even like a like a Red Bull, which is also on the table tonight. Which, which you also chugged. This is a bad recipe tonight. Oh, it's right. so good. Um, I get a lot of the pine as well that jumps through. I don't pick up almost anything else, and I attribute it partially to the the... Yeah. Coffee. Well, I mean, it's really, it's pine forward just because yeah. it is an IPA. So it's going to be bitter and hoppy and probably a little piney already. And you add the pine needles on top. It's just, it's a pine bomb. Yeah. You do get a lot more of the, the danky weed smell than you do taste. Yeah. I think, um, I thought it was going to be almost like puckeringly weedy. Uh, and yeah. it's not, but it smells very intensely like weed. Oh yeah. It's way more balanced <clears throat> than I thought it would be mm-hmm. way more drinkable. It's not over bitter which is very nice. I, I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I'll say too, we've talked about this before, but the McKellar beers are something that I usually don't like. They're kind of hit or miss, right? Mm-hmm. I've, I've had, only had maybe two that I enjoyed. I've had some amazing ones and I've had some really poo-poo ones. Actually, yeah, me too. But now that I think about it, it's more stylistic. I, I really enjoy a lot of their sour stuff, but I hate every stout that I've had. And their IPAs, <clears throat> I'm really not... This might be the only one I've ever had. Okay. Uh, uh, their Berliner Weisses are killer. Yeah, great. Yeah. I love the ones that are fruited. They're like white with the fruit all mm-hmm. over it. Yeah. Those are so good. Mm-hmm. They make a like a raspberry. I was at a McKellar bar in San Francisco, super hungover, and I got these little like sausage bites or something. I can't remember what they were. Oh, they were pigs in a blanket. Nice. Because hot dogs are my favorite food. And so I got miniature Min- ones, yeah, sure. like mini weenies, and they were so good. And I paired it with a Berliner Weiss. And it was like the most white trash hangover meal ever. Yeah. Now again, where's where's McKellar out of? Oh, Sweden. Are they? Well, because they have they have yeah they have like different but they have different uh, breweries, right? Yeah, maybe got they're originally rooms. from like Sweden, but they have an American one too now. No, yeah, there's there's like a McKellar bars. There's McKellar bars everywhere. They're gotcha. like San Diego oh, okay, gotcha. and um, San Francisco, right? A few okay. a few places, but I, I know it's originally like Dutch or. Oh, Denmark. That's not Dutch. I, I don't, don't know. We're not good at that sort of thing. It's one of those places in a country that's not here. That's right. the most American. Sure. But it's also not like, it's not like Europe. 
it's not England, certainly or anything. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's not Germany. It's like a, it's like an Icelandic. See, I don't even know. No, if that's I, I want to say Sweden. <clears throat> Let me see the bottle real yep. quick, please. There you are. Single. I was trying to, yeah, I tried to pull up some info and it was the wrong info, and I you really went with it. Well, you're like that's not correct. I know it's not correct, so I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Maybe like, Belgium. Maybe Belgium. Yeah, that could be right. In which case, we would be on theme for our next beer later too. But I mean, it is definitely imported. It says imported. Yeah, it totally does. So. <clears throat> Maybe yeah. just like oh, product of Belgium. It says right oh, it on, says on the, it says on the glass there, right on the damn label. Look, we did it, everybody. We solved the mystery. We are smart. I close down the four Google pages I have open because that's not helping anybody. <laughs> uh, let's let's go ahead and rate this beer before we get ahead of ourselves with the rest of this uh, this episode. Seven point five. Seven five. I really like it. Honestly, yeah. it's <clears throat> it might be like a new Christmas essential. You sure you don't want to make it a seven point eight? Why to match the ABV? Oh, that feels I don't know. Feels good. Seven four. Oh, that's worse. Yeah. Okay. That's what happens when you try and influence a voter. Okay. Uh, I don't, again, like all of my ratings this week are going to be kind of kind of dicey. But you have to take them with a grain of salt. I mean a grain yeah. of Four loco. Sure. Um, I mean a grain of cough drop. <laughs> a spoonful of sugar. I mean a grain of Red Bull. Yeah. You've put so much substance in your body in the last 20 minutes. Yeah, I have. I had coffee earlier today. A bunch of water too, obviously, but. You're like the acoustic <clears throat> Kurt Cobain. He, he plays acoustic sometimes. So you're like MTV Unplugged Kurt yes, Cobain. Yes, exactly. I like it. That was uh, a great set. Yeah, I don't like him much. No, he was awful. Well, I mean, I'm glad he's dead. Whoa! No, I'm just kidding. But no, no, I don't like his music so All right, much. Courtney Love, calm uh, down. Is she, we're pop culture referencing here that there's a certain demographic that gets this. Well, yeah, he, she was his, his lady. Yeah. Like they had a kid together. Frances Bean is her name. Oh, it's a girl. Yeah, Frances Bean Cobain. Mm-hmm. I was going to say McDormand. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> wrong Francis. Yeah, wrong. Yep. No, they had a kid together, and there was a big... Um, there was one of the movies that came out about Cobain within like the last year. There was like two of them that came out. Um, like documentaries or actually One was like a documentary, and one they had this bunch of really wonky like recreations with like actors of things. That's so that, weird to me. It was really weird. And the one that had the fake acting in it, they kind of made it out to be like uh, Courtney Love killed him mm. or like conspired to have him killed. Because he was a, let's say, alleged, but he was a suicide, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Overdose on pills? No, shotgun. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, shotgun. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like that one. Yeah, it was a mouth, uh, toe in the trigger type oh. situation. <clears throat> hmm. That sucks. Yeah. Hmm. I guess. I mean, for yeah, a second. I, you know. Yeah, right. But yeah, it was a pretty big tragedy. But anyways. That'd be tough did- to frame. Like, that'd be tough to... To, like that's a tough suicide to stage. Yeah, but I mean, he was also strung out on like heroin. Right. So I mean, someone in that state that's depressed already, you could probably talk him into anything. That's true, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But back to your point, Kirk Cobain, a lot of substances in my body. Yeah, dude. Correct. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rate this beer. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, you can uh, do it. It's like a six for me. It's it's good, but um, it's not jumping out as amazing. Yeah. Um, it feels a little bit malt forward for what I was hoping for. It's probably because you can't taste anything. Do you think? I'm actually asking because it does feel a little malt heavy to me. It it had malt, but it was balanced nicely with the hops. Yeah, maybe I'm just getting more of the uh, the, the 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 low end of it. The yeah, I think m- if if you have here. some mouth numbing <laughs> substance inside of your mouth, it would take the edge off the bitter yeah. the bitter side of it so it would probably just round it out and the malts would come through a little bit more i don't know maybe i should put a cough drop in too and then rate all the beers. right and then we can just go evenly uh where did that bottle go drive monkey <clears throat> oh it was perfectly hidden yep uh well sweet yeah th- those are our ratings uh for this mckellar ipa let's go to a break i'm gonna pour some four loco down your throat and then we'll be right back yeah okay In the arms 
Johnny, it is so cold out these days. I just really miss, I miss our podcast and I wish it could come back, but I wish there was a way that people could fund it. Do you have any ideas? Yeah, that'd be nice if people would, would help us out with the funding. Uh, Patreon.com. Oh is, my God, I forgot about Patreon. Yeah, it's a really great way to support local artists and podcasters and painters and musicians and all kinds of fun things that really put out amazing original content that you enjoy. That's exactly right. And for just $1 a week, you can support Fresh Hop Cinema at Patreon.com slash Fresh Hop Cinema. And not only will you feel the warmth in your heart from supporting a local podcast, we will give you bonus content such as uh episodes cursing yep stories events events more beers hugs love face kisses cats maybe some cats i don't know anything could happen so please don't hesitate go to patreon.com slash fresh hop cinema and donate now when i found you i Raw, untamed power. And beyond that, something truly special. And we are back. That was a trailer from the new feature film, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Episode what is, 15. What is this? Episode 37? It's, what is though? Is it episode is seven? Eight? Eight. eight. Ocho. Yeah, we're there. Eight. Ocho, Star Wars. <clears throat> Let's talk facts, shall we? Let's. I thought you were going to say something else. Let's. Agreed. Um, so this is a big opening weekend. Yeah. Am I correct? Yeah. Is it the biggest? No, it's the second biggest opening uh, of all time. In but, America, yes? Yeah, domestically. Yeah, sure. You know it was first. What was first? The last Star Wars movie. That is not a good trend to start saying, our last movie is better. Oh, and then the last one. And the last right. One. Uh, interesting tidbit that we discovered doing some research. Guess how much more the last Star Wars movie made in the first six days. Okay, guess. I, I can't guess. What do you think? Maybe yeah. maybe a couple million? Maybe 20 million? Wrong. Wait, wait, Sorry. Just to be clear, in six days, this one has made two hundred seventy-eight million seven hundred ten thousand, and somehow nine dollars. I don't know how they get that one place. That nine. seems big. So, so big scale, lots of millions. Here. Lots and lots of millions. So it didn't make as much as the Force Awakens. Correct. You would think the margin would be slim. Yes. Considering this is Christmas weekend, it's the same saga. Like people are invited. You would think the same fans would go. And also, the the last one was spectacular. So, like, you've got this hype built up mm-hmm. around Star Wars again. Let me tell you, folks. The Last Jedi did not do as well by $100 million. That's right. It's about $100 million short of where The Force Awakens was at this time when it was six days, like you said. Um, yeah, in the same six-day opening weekend. Interestingly huh. enough, Coco is also behind Moana. As At well, 29 days? As, I don't, you know. As well it should be. This is a good, this is a cool thing to have. Uh, yeah, we'll call this the showdown segment. Yeah, we pull a lot of info off Box Office Mojo. If you're like into movie stats, that's a really good website for you to check out. It's uh, it's a .com, by the way. But it's, yeah, boxofficemojo.com. Real fun. Lots of cool stuff. It is. It's good stuff. It's how we sound so <clears throat> intelligent. You saw trailers. I did. Before the movie, right? I did. Um, I hate them. Yeah, there were a few... I, I just remember now seeing the Jurassic World. There's the sequel coming out, and I can't. I don't want to see that. It looks awful. Yeah, let's when that movie comes out. Let's watch the original Jurassic. I Park. think they need to reboot Parks and Rec 
So just so he can get back into it. Just yeah. stop. Sure. Why are you making more Jurassic movies? And then they they dusted off old what's his nuts? Sam Neill? No, the oh. the gold uh, what's his name? The, he was in the fly? Jeff Goldblum. Oh sure. He was yeah. in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, he was had. also in the Easy original one. Independence Day. Jurassic Park. Sure. Yeah, right. Also that. Plays He's same, in a lot of stuff. <laughs> same character. The every nerdy, movie like, scientist guy. Very sarcastic. Very, right. very yeah, intelligent it's a, sarcastic. That's a very Jewish voice you're doing. Well, He's very he, Jewish. I, that's not right. Jewish. It's Jeff Goldblum. That's a Jewish person. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't say... <laughs> Never mind. No, he's just, right. like as Jew stereotypes go, he's like a stereotypical Jewish guy. He's like got the nasally voice, and he's like, well, thanks to dark of hair. Thank you for painting me as a racist when no. I'm just trying to impersonate Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Appreciate that. Merry Christmas. Yes. Good times. Uh, anyways, box office mojo. I don't know. I Very hate fun. I hate Jews. Apparently now. I thought you just hated Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> you hate all. Of them. I love Jeff Goldblum. Uh, we're having an off day, guys. We're not. We're making. We're like. We're not on our humor game, I don't think. We're oh. like making all sorts of awkward. I don't know right. what you're talking about. I'm hilarious. You're you know just, you're all medicated. <laughs> yeah. All right, where are we going? What are we talking um, about? So let's talk about our movie experiences because you've been pussyfooting around yeah, why you we, haven't okay. seen a movie. All right, so I've been in Reno this week, right? And I have been very excited to see this movie for months. And I finally found the time of the day. It's a long movie. It's about two and a half hours long. Uh, two, three, it doesn't matter. Two and a half. And so it's like a three hour commitment during the day. And I'm working in Reno, so it's hard to find like... It's hard to find the showtime that starts early enough that I can watch the movie and still get to my gig for the nighttime, basically. Working in astronomically huge air quotes. How, <laughs> how, I mean, how much free time do you have during the day? Most. Yeah. Technically 20 hours. Minus sound check and packing up. But anyways, man, the point is. Hard to get to the movies. I went to see this movie. And something came up. Something came up. And it, it made me leave the movie about an hour and a half in. Was it a call to retrieve a briefcase for $1 million? It was a call. Actually, it was a text to retrieve a drummer from a town that was not the one that I was in. <clears throat> so essentially, it was like 3.30 and my show started at 7. I had to drive uh, an hour and a half out of town, find this person, pick him up, bring him back into town, get on stage and play. How did your drummer end up an hour and a half away? So his car couldn't make it all the way, mm. but we needed a drummer that night. It was a last minute scenario. I was <clears> hoping <throat> you would say cocaine and pills. No, I would never. There's no, there's no tangent in my life that would ever lead to that scenario ever. We got to hang out more. You can safely assume that'll never be my answer for anything. We got to hang out more. I don't think we do. I don't think that's the <laughs> answer. Um, but no, his car, his truck couldn't make it up. So uh, he drove part of the way that was like a pretty mellow drive, very flat and whatever. And I went down to get him, came back up to Reno to play, barely made it in time for the um, for the show played, then did the same. My initial plan was again, like I mentioned to you, Johnny, uh, was to come back to town today. Yeah. Go to the, mo go to the movie late, go about an hour and a half late to catch yeah. the end. I had an eventful night yeah, that I, I won't really go into, but the, the, the long and the short of it is that I stayed up until, uh, till about 6am sure. had been drinking, uh, all night. I love it. Um, and that's why the studio is a muck. Correct. Yeah. But like I had a couple of friends show up into into Reno and um <clears throat> things escalated. Just had a pretty fun yeah, and, and time got away and whatever. Good. And that's how <coughs> certain nights of your life should go. So yeah, but like the last three days, like scrambling to get onto the stage in time and then coming back and hoping his truck wasn't towed, like and like trying to not cough while you're singing. It's crazy. Oh. I've had a it's and yeah, certainly like changing altitudes multiple times doesn't help the you're vocal cords. You're stressing me out. I've been steam showering it for like four days now. I'm stressed, which is amazing. I'm stressed just hearing this. I bought this 
by what, the way. What is that? That's a humidifier. Is that your robot? Basically. Cool. Yeah. I got a humidifier last week. Those are I, very nice. In the heat it's of the bronchitis. So dry this time of year. Yeah. So I've just been, I keep it in here and I've been, uh, been breathing. Maybe I said that last week because I think I had it last week because I had it while I was watching The Lobster. And we talked about the lobster. You didn't mention that at okay. all. Okay. Well, I have a, a humidifier. Coincidentally, they also have dehumidifiers. Yeah. I'd be curious to see what happens if you plug each of them in, in the same room and it's just like nothing. No nothing difference. happens. It's exactly <laughs> it's the, the same. same room. Two machines that equal zero machines. Yes. That's what we need to fight the robots. The point is, that's why I couldn't see the movie. That's why I didn't get all the way through. To be fair, I should only have to drink half of this Four loco, but I've already done that and I'm still going strong. Mm-hmm. Still going strong. Uh how am I starting to sing? I don't know. That's not a Christmas song. Don't though. mention it, and I'll probably get there. Just let's let it go. <coughs> I'm dreaming. Wait, I'm trying to think of the going strong one. Going. Oh, it's a, okay. It doesn't matter. It was for Red Nose Day, uh, a cold Coldplay. The band put on this little skit where they invited the crew of Game of Thrones to sing songs in like this mock oh, uh, yeah, musical yeah. thing, and Tyrion um, does a does a piece. Yeah, still going strong. I remember that video pretty good it's a pretty good video it's pretty good <clears throat> yeah agreed yep there was uh what one at least cast member from game of thrones in this movie? there was like oh oh yeah uh i think two two yes okay so anyways let's get back to this movie Please. max only saw half of it Correct. let's um clarify what was going on when you abandoned ship well let's talk about this movie in general like what what what's the <coughs> plot synopsis yeah basic star wars movie <coughs> no come on give it some context here Star Wars movie. Okay. All right. It was really so generically written. I mean, it was a Star Wars movie. It was... Okay, so so Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker fight. So it's like Star Wars. No, they're kids. Okay. Yeah. And some people from those movies... Then General Grievous is there? Almost. Different guy. Give me some basic details. Oh, okay. Well... For people that have not seen it, maybe want to, just normal stuff. Okay. Well... <laughs> oh, God. There's... Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say this objectively as possible. So there's this, this like bad guys that are trying to kill all the rebels. The first order. The first order are trying to kill all the rebels, which, and apparently the rebels are getting their tails whooped when this movie begins, which makes no sense because in the last movie, they blew up the biggest base that the first order had and the rebels were winning. <laughs> So now this movie starts, and all of a sudden they're losing again with You're no objective. Is this subjectivity? Okay. So, anyways, they're running, and uh, yeah, what happens is there's a few little subplots, but Ray goes on a quest to find Luke Skywalker, which was you know implied in the last movie, and that's where the last Jedi comes in because Luke's supposedly the last Jedi. So she's thinking he's gonna come back and help them win the war, and. Subplots ensue. There's some inner turmoil with Kylo Ren. You know, good versus evil. The what's the, not good? The the dark side. And sure. The dark side the and yeah, the Force. All kinds to of. To be things. fair, the dark side is is just the dark side of the Force. Right. So yeah. To say one versus the other is not technically correct. They're all the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the dark there, and the light. Yeah. There's inner turmoil. There's a, like some backstory about. Ray and some of the other characters. Uh, there's not really much of like a beginning, middle, and end to this movie. So there's just kind of battles. There's spaceship battles. There's land battles. There's racing. There's flying. There's some hijinks. 
There's some good-hearted sci-fi fun. There's tons of one-liners. There's more cute furry creatures in this movie than there's ever been in a Star Wars. Yeah, movie. we gotta talk about porgs. What the fuck is a porg? Those are the cute furry creatures you're referring to on Luke's Island. Ah, uh, that makes me think of pierogies, and that makes me hungry. I was gonna buy that the plush little guy of the porg. For yeah, we, that's a Chewbacca. You no, know, that was him doing Chewbacca. Uh, yeah, remember he was on yeah. the dashboard. Yeah, <laughs> that was before they all died. All right. I'm just kidding. All okay. the porgs didn't die. Except the one that Chewbacca was going to eat. Yeah, that one was already dead. Yeah. They guilted it. So that's the general gist. I mean, it's nothing surprising. It's a Star Wars movie. You've got anti-heroes, and you've got heroes, and you've got a conflict between them, good versus evil, lightsabers. It's a Star Wars movie. Ta-da. Yeah. Yeah. You, just gathering this, you did not like it. No. <coughs> Wasn't a fan. Why? Uh, there were so many inconsistencies in the writing and the universe in which it is written. Hmm. There was such a weak plot uh, that it was almost non-existent. And all of the major points of emphasis were resolved in very unsatisfying ways. Uh, one of my main beefs is just, I'm going to generalize. Every Star Wars movie has a problem. You and mean like a, like a writing problem or like there's no, a conflict? A conflict okay, sure. in the film that... The whole movie is centered around resolving. You think back to all of the good ones anyway. You know, Luke versus Vader. The Death Star versus whole planets. There were, they're very, very finite, like tangible, this thing or person versus this thing or person. And that propels the plot. And there's kind of this formulaic type thing that happens sure. where you've got problem, um, young person being trained to solve the problem, et cetera, et cetera. Um, That's correct, yeah. And you, you really got a taste of that in the last film, The the Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. It really held true to that sort of formula, and it definitely hit the nail on the head as far as fitting into the Star Wars universe. Then you get to this steaming dumpster fire. Okay, so there was another Star Wars film you didn't you didn't like. Yeah, Rogue One. Ro thank you. I couldn't remember what it was called. Yeah. And that was for a different reason, though. You thought that was inconsequential. So why bother, right? Yeah, it, it felt like a money grab. It did feel like a filler to yeah. me as well. Uh, revert back, see episode whatever it was that we did Rogue One. Yeah, I think it was this time last year. Yeah, because they released it last Christmas, so yeah. it was probably late. So the Force Awakens came out before Rogue One? Rogue yeah. One? it came out okay. the year before. Gotcha. Christmas okay. the year before. Right. They've yes. been doing them Decembers. Yeah, go back a year to hear our thoughts on that. Yeah. So this one just had a very weak plot. I mean, there were things about it that were cool. I definitely laughed. Um, but the more I actually dwell on this movie, the more it kind of bums me out. Hmm. There was no finality to anything. You know, every movie, even though they were parts of a trilogy, they were self-contained by themselves as a good movie. It wasn't just a piece of a trilogy that you needed to watch the next one to make the one you're watching good. I guess it's also important for us to say that we're not... Um, damn it. <coughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, we're not people that... Uh, are are uh, lifers for Star Wars? Like we enjoy them most of the time, but we're not. We don't swear by Star Wars, right? Fair to say for both of us. For yourself? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And then it seems like you would have said something about the 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 prequels. Well, that's why I was talking about all the ones that were actually good. Most the, most Star Wars fans think the prequels suck. Yeah, they're awful. Episode one was pretty cool just because Darth Maul was badass. But, yeah, he was badass. But like the rest of the movie was really weak. Padme was a terrible character. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, Jar Jar was just the death of the trilogy. It was awful. I don't mind Jar Jar that much. Well, 
My issue with, uh, I think, with this, and I'm going to go see the rest of this movie, by the way. I think okay. I, I mentioned that while we were on a break. Like, yeah. We're going to not spoil as much in the Danger Zone, I hope. I'm going to try not to. Because I want to see it. For poor, <laughs> for poor Max's sake. Right. I won't if you sing me a little chestnuts we'll, we'll roasting. We'll probably get there. Come on. But my thing is, like, the, the first six episodes, right? Uh, if we're going in chronological... Let's, uh, so let's hash this out. I looked this up so we can do this. Um, chronologically speaking, not our timeline, but the Star Wars timeline, you have... Episode one, mm-hmm. The Phantom Menace. You have episode two, Attack of the Attack of the Clones. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I thought it was called The Clone Wars. Oh, that's the animated series. Mm-hmm. There it is. The Clone Wars. Is and then you that? have episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, right. And here's where it gets convoluted. Then they threw in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens between the events of Revenge of the Sith. And, oh, what's that? Yeah. Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh, that's coming out. Oh, why? Yeah, that's the next standalone movie is the Han Solo movie. That's what movie. I'm going to get at. Anyways, then episode four comes, A New Hope. And then it'd be, what are these things? The holiday There's special. A har- oh, yeah, okay. Uh, episode five, Empire Strikes Back. And episode six, Return of the Jedi. Then we get Force Awakens. And now we get Last Jedi. And the thing is, with the first six, it's basically just a biography of Anakin Skywalker, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's the story of Anakin as a kid growing into Darth Vader. And... I think you can take those six movies and sort of the opposite of what you're saying is um, I think also works like you can take those six movies as an anthology and appreciate them for the character arc of Anakin. Um, And even if you're like Jar Jar sucks, I hate episode two. You can be like, whatever, it serves a bigger, wow, serves (laughs) a bigger purpose. And I don't know that these films have done that yet. And maybe they will. Um. But at the same time, it, it's it's almost starting to feel like one of those uh, franchises that's just beating a dead horse. Like, just let's milk it until like, there's nothing left. It's like Disney Bottom or something. <laughs> or something. We should have talked about that uh, last well, week, but we could we could touch on it today. I'm touching on it now. All right. Let me uh, let me find some deets. Well, they just bought it, and it was Disney the hell up with all this terrible little one-liners, and <clears throat> it was just, you can tell, the writing was just cheesy. See, so my thing with that is I think it was it was like fan service, because Star Wars has always been kind of campy and cheesy. There's always weird lines, but like, there's just those weird one-liners. They're not weird. They're funny, but they're, they're, they're dated, and they don't work today, except in a nostalgic sense. Yeah. And I think that the, the, what they were going for was just playing on that you know that train just going for it yeah it felt even more like made for tv disney movie than before though yeah yeah i guess so huh yeah uh let me i'm gonna still look here for one second you can what are you looking for i'm I'm trying to find the details of that uh that merger that disney bought oh that yeah disney bought star wars they also bought fox that's it 21st century fox sure they were they they acquired but yeah but they're also taking over x-men now too yeah (laughs) which could be good for well, Fox, but Fox, what did you ever you said? Twenty first, twenty first century Fox. Thank you. The movie bought Disney, right? Yeah. No, that can't no. be right. What am I thinking of? Disney bought Fox. Yeah, Disney bought twenty first century Fox. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so now they have the rights to like Star Wars, or I mean, not Star Wars, X Men, and all kinds of stuff. Right. You know how much they spent? Fifty two uh, billion dollars. That's crazy, dude. That's so much money. Fifty two. <laughs> Billion. Disney's just like, Psh, here's a check. Right. Disney is. Disney does uh, pretty good for themselves. Yeah. Disney's putting in Star Wars land at, at Disneyland. Like they're revamping the whole park. It's going to be yep. ridiculous. <laughs> um, so my buddy Jacob last week when we were doing podcast sent me this link. So I want to I want to touch on it now because it's what we're talking about. It's from the New York Times and the headline is Disney makes fifty two point four billion deal for twenty first century Fox and big bet on streaming. 
a streaming thing. That's right. Um, and I haven't read this, so I'll read it on our break and we'll, we'll come back around, but I'll leave it on my, uh, on my screen here. Okay. <coughs> so getting back to the movie, yes. I mean, I think I've made my pretty, my general thoughts yeah. fairly clear. <coughs> so we will. Do you want to, you want to rate it? Yeah, we'll rate it. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously I can't rate it as a whole, but I'm optimistic that I will enjoy it for what it is. I'm not, I'm not going with crazy high hopes. It's not going to make my top 10 of the year or anything yeah. like that, but you can't really rate half a movie. So we're just going to so wait. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that said next week when we come in, I will talk about my final thoughts on star Wars. Probably. There you go. <laughs> so we're going to talk about a couple things that really bugged me about it in the danger zone. But before the most part, I won't ruin it for max. Thank I you guess i mean it depends on his attitude really so mm-hmm. we'll see I'll, I'll start we'll start the next segment with a song yeah and we're gonna come back with uh some fun stories about christmas i want to talk a little bit about christmas and our third beer nope that's nope. what i did last week our third beer it feels like that every time it's our second beer but i've already had three beers that's what i did last week we're coming back with our second beer okay yeah i do so, that all the time so it's our second beer what is our second beer coffee oh, mccoff pants do you want to say it should we tell them i want you to say it so it's actually a beer that i was um i've steered clear for a long time because it's a it's a Belgian beer or it's a Belgian ale. Uh, it's probably more. It's a Delirium variant. Uh, it's their Christmas Noel. Yep. And I've had a few Deliriums in the past. If you don't know them, they're out of Belgium as well. Um, and all their bottles are really cool. They're like this ceramic coated glass. And they got a pink elephant. Yeah. Um, and they're actually a few of like the, I've had a double and a triple from them that are pretty decent. Yeah, they're really good. If like if you don't like Belgians, they're the one that might get you to like them. Now we've had this conversation before. Like, there's so many variants of the term Belgian. Like, technically, this IPA is a Belgian, yeah, right? Because it is Belgian from Belgium. Yeah, but um, we're talking about doubles, triples, quads. Well, b- b- Belgian uh, stylistically indicates a yeast profile, and the yeast. Yep, that's that's the big... what gives quote unquote Belgian beers the Belgian taste. Damn it, this is all golden for the third segment. We gotta save this but for the beer. It's also so far reaching, it's hard to categorize anyone. It's of like them. being like, I don't like American beers. It's like what do you what do you yeah, mean? What are we even talking yeah. about? Yeah. So to to over uh blanket something like that would be just oversimplifying oversimplifying and unfair to all beers of European origin. So we're just gonna talk about this one. Yeah. Uh in our next segment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait, you take us to break. I have to cough. (laughs) (laughs) And break. Johnny Summers, it is almost the holidays. And can you think of anything better than a warm glass of milk, or in your case, soy milk, a plate of cookies, and somebody reading you a story? Boy, that just sounds magical. I'm getting emotional because that's so nostalgic. It's the best. I have great news for you and our listeners. You're going to read me a story? I'm not, but... With over 180,000 titles, audible.com can read you any story. Can they read me Moby Dick? Yeah, I'm sure they can. Herman Melville, by the way, go look that up. Because as a listener of this show, you can get a free 30-day trial of audible.com with a free book download by using our affiliate link, which is audibletrial.com slash FHC. So you tell me I type that into my computation device and someone will read me a story while I eat these cookies? It's no joke. Like I said, 180,000 different books, people reading all those books to you. You get a free trial, and if you don't like that free trial, you can cancel it within 30 days, and you can keep your free download. Audible. Check it out. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash FHC. Go get that book. Get your story on. Guys, it's the danger zone. Listen, a couple things. If Hide your children. If, if you've never been to the danger zone before, welcome. 
Also, beware. You're on this highway. Johnny, what is the deal with the danger zone in this so, podcast? We swear. We, you always say that and you swear. <laughs> I don't swear that much. We drink. We swear. We spoil the movie. That's the big part. We get real. Just real. Again, that happened earlier. I thought real. you were going to say more. The point is, we talk about this movie like we've all seen it, which in this case is not true. So we're going to talk about other stuff. Correct. Namely... We're at the point in the show where I have about one and a half ounces of four local. No, have you killed it's, it that it's much? It's here, man. Yeah, it's down. A- During the break, you said something. Right, and I'll repeat that now. And I said, "Well, we were we were recording our new Audible ad. We hope you enjoyed that for the holidays." Max was drunk. No, yeah. I the point I was trying to make on the break is that I was gonna say, "Man, this is crazy. This four loco has not even hit me." And I swear, as I said that sentence, I thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Something's happening. And it it hit. It hit pretty hard. And it was a it was something about the the like the cough medicine I've been drinking and chewing, weirdly enough, and the four loco. To be clear, Red Bull. this <clears throat> is over the counter cough medicine, correct? Well, so I've actually You you wouldn't take like prescription cough syrup and drink with it. Absolutely, I would not. Yeah, because we're not drinking Cizerp. No, these are, I mean, these are like, these are no, the they're cough drops. stronger cough drops. Yeah, yeah. it's just no, it's I'm not cough dr- drops. I actually, well, I finished my my dosing of actual cough medicine when my bronchitis was gone, when I thought I was done, but now it's back. Guys, he just he just snorted Robitussin off, my, <laughs> off of my hairy tummy. Yes. And then is chugging for Loco. Yes. So. Anyways, yeah, we lined it up with your knife. Yeah. Great knife, by the way. Thank you. I, uh, I, what do you call it when you do that and you punch a hole? Uh, you made a carb. No, that's not what I'm looking for. No, that is. Well, you like you have a can, you poke a hole in it to like ventilate it. You like mainline. That's not right. No, it's carbing it. Carbing it. Yeah, because you like have a carburetor. You have a carb. Mm. That's like a carb in a in a, a pipe for smoking. Oh, stuff. Okay, sure. Uh, we were going somewhere with that. The danger zone oh, is the point. Yeah. So you were like basically ah, blah blah blah. Fuck yes. for loco. That's sort of. I don't like not right. seeing yeah, movies sure. because this is your fault. I can't say a URL. During the recording of I, the I commercial. Took three tries. And you didn't remember the URL. No. Also, you're bending our carpet, which I feel like I should point out because just get on the carpet or get off the carpet. I don't you know can't how do this- both. It's I got this at Walmart, man. Fucking with our with our you know? Oh, okay. If you I'm gonna take a photo. Guys, follow us on Twitter. You can see what I'm seeing. Please take more time. This is insane. We are at Twitter, uh, on Twitter, we are at Fresh Op Cinema. And, there. Uh, this is a I'm short on the video of Johnny messing goddamn up. Goddamn carpet! No, you're not really. Though. I am. It's just your. Uh, if if you're listening slash looking, this is just me filming his crotch and his little finger at me. Great, good work. Yay! Um. Anywho, guys, how'd danger cr- zone. How'd my crotch look? It looked um, nice and bulgy. Full? I don't nice, know. Nice <laughs> what's the voluptuous? What's the compliment there? It looked. Uh, it looked present. I don't know. Yeah. Full. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, just like um, that. Stri- what were we saying? The stripper name? Christmas. Christmas. What's your stripper name? Johnny said, and again, I during I, the I said during the danger zone. We don't talk about this. Hang on. We're gonna talk about Christmas. Well, my mom, my mom recently started listening to the show, and my mom doesn't like certain words. So ever since I learned that, I try not to say them as much. But in the interest of quoting history properly, Johnny said, "I'm gonna talk about." He said like this. He said, "I'm gonna talk about fucking Christmas." And I said, who's Christmas? <laughs> He's like, let me get her number. And that was a uh, a fun wordplay joke that we had on our break. Yeah. I was like, can you imagine if you were a stripper named Christmas? I will also say usually <laughs> at this point in the danger zone, I have seen the movie. So I am I usually try to like talk about things. Yeah. That but I you got nothing. Movie, but I got nothing. And except the Yoda. I do want to talk about Yoda. Man. Because 
was so shitty. Yeah, so Yoda makes a cameo in The Last Jedi. I'm trying to talk about being a stripper named Chris. Do you want to stick on that? Well, Great. I want to no, finish yeah. the thought. Sure. Well, imagine that. You're only popular from Thanksgiving to New Year's every you, year. You know there's a stripper out there named Christmas. Are we Googling strippers named Christmas? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Danger zone. Danger zone. I just wrote oh. stripper Christmas. That doesn't help. Stripper named Christmas. It's a, okay. Well. Oh, there's a Guar song called Stripper Christmas Summer <sighs> Weekend. Yes, there is. Wait. Can I play play some of that? It's not gonna it's not gonna come through. That's fine. The speakers aren't even on. We're not even gonna hear. Actually, <coughs> we might hear it. Oh, but hang on. Right. Christmas. This is the first thing that comes up is vice.com. Johnny, read that. Christmas is the <laughs> most wonderful. T- hang on. You got it. Come on. You just clicked it. Come on, man. Use your memory. Christmas is the most wonderful time of year to be a stripper. I don't know if you want to read any of this. Oh, I don't either. <coughs> um, but I've been in yeah. a at one time I was in a dark place and I Do you wore- want to talk about this? Yeah. All right. No, I I mean, if if you're like an adult man and you've never been depressed and alone and spent Christmas in a strip club, have you done that? Fuck yeah, I've done that. I've never done that. I it's not on my list, but or it wasn't. But now, like, I want to relate to you. I mean, obviously, I wasn't in a great place, but I mean, Cinnamon made it a little better. No. <laughs> Why was his name Cinnamon? Because he smelled like nutmeg <laughs> and spices. Emphasis on the Meg. It was phenomenal. <laughs> Shut up, Meg. <laughs> All right. no, I don't then, know. I'm, yeah, 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 and then there's been Christmases like you know I spent a Christmas like four Christmases at Duffy's. That was really fun, actually. Really, it's really fun. Like if you're bored in Chico on Christmas for whatever reason, go down to Duffy's. It's a great scene on Christmas. I don't think that's ever true. It's really fun, and then like the sense of camaraderie you have with just getting day drunk with other people that have nothing to do <laughs> on no Christmas. Love. That have nothing to do on Christmas <laughs> is really fulfilling. Let me say today, I had a moment where I, um, like a reality check kind of moment. Yeah. So no, I'm getting this story without coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, leaving Reno, right? Got yeah. coffee at a place, and it's been such a long weekend. I was with my friend who was drumming. His name is Madison. He's Could I Madison? He uh, he smokes cigarettes every now and again. But also, your car sucks, truck. bro. It's a truck. Your car, your truck. But yeah, you put together those pieces quicker than I thought yeah. most people would. But anyways, fuck your truck. It was one of those things. Like I, I had, is it a Ford? Um, no, I think it's a. I think it was a Toyota, but I could be wrong. Mm, that's Did surprising. Typically, he's he's been driving it. It's like an old car, got gotcha. truck. And uh, he had a cigarette, and I was like, "This feels good. I'd like a cigarette. I can't even inhale cigarettes. I smoke them like I do a pipe. I just breathe it in, and then or I pull it into my mouth and then blow it out. Mainly whatever. just to look cool." Yeah, probably I was it, yeah I was wearing this my yeah. denim jacket oh, yeah. I was like, yeah that feels cigarette and I had like a cup of coffee I'm like yeah that's what coffee and cigarettes are delicious they're a thing yeah anyways I used to smoke cigarettes I know right we're walking out to the car and there's this fella pushing a shopping cart full of things if I don't have to say this I'm sorry but he's, he's homeless obviously yeah. well I mean a person <clears throat> pushing a shopping cart could have just gotten done shopping so. yeah there were no stores around gotcha no a guy was pushing yeah a shopping and he's in like cart. seven he's more layers than you. And uh, <coughs> he's in his 60s, I think, is my best guess. Probably 30. People? Layers? No. Age? Yeah. No, he's a, Oh, you. Homeless. Sure. Right. Well, they'll age, man. No, he's, I mean, he was an old dude. Probably 40. I'm having a serious moment here. Okay. <laughs> he was an older dude. And he's pushing a shopping cart, and he, like, stopped at one point because he was trying to, like, balance stuff out. And I had a, just one of those moments, right? Like, it's it's holiday time. And not to say that the holidays are the only time you should be kind to people less fortunate than you, but um, I had a pretty decent weekend or week at the, at the, the old pepper mill in Reno. 
Um, so I pulled some money out of the wallet and went over and talked to him. And the reason I bring up the cigarettes, I can't believe you're doing it at the carpet again. You totally are. <laughs> you got to stop. Anyways, the reason I bring up the cigarettes is because uh, he was also smoking a cigarette. It's just ruffled like that. Now. Yeah. Keep going. And I, and I thought maybe this is a bonding moment. So I walked up and we started talking. He told me about his whole night last night. Like he had this place by the river where he had like dug out this place for his cart to, because his cart was attached to a bike. Maybe it wasn't a shopping cart. It was, it was a cart like of some One of the sort. little trailer things. Maybe, like you right. put toddlers in. Mm-hmm. Anyways, somebody like like the city like cleared out all of his stuff and like burned it or threw it away. Damn. Um, so I gave him some money and he was like, do you have another cigarette? And I was like, no, nah, I don't even smoke. And he was like, clearly in his eyes, he was like, that's bullshit you're smoking mm-hmm. right now. And I was like, no, I borrowed it from a friend. Um, and then we shook hands and his hands were so, so like cracked and uh, just blackened and dry and like just the worst looking. Um, and granted, like I'd been, like I said, like getting more sick and I was pretty hungover this morning like having a shitty day. And at that exact moment, I was like to myself, shut up, Mm -hmm. just shut the fuck up. Like you're fine. Yeah. Nothing is wrong ever. Life is completely amazing. Like what do I have to complain about? Yeah, just shut up. (laughs) Um, And it was, yeah, it was just one of those things. Um, That's cool. It's yeah. Those moments are, those are nice. Yeah. Those are really important. Those perspective (coughs) shifting moments where you're the whole paradigm of your reality. Right. Really put into perspective. Right. Even like, like, so I've been like coughing like this yeah. <coughs> the whole day and still I'm like, I, it's fine. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like what, what do we have to do tonight? Drink beers like, and yeah. be silly yeah, and like, yeah. come on. Like, yeah. So what? You're coughing. You yeah. Let it ruin so, the night. Right. No. So consider this a Fresh Hop Cinema public service announcement. Go out and, and meet somebody. Just, you know what it really is? It's just be good to people. Yeah, you know? I, I know so many people, and I don't mean to necessarily harp on like churches, but churches are a big thing. Like it's donate, <clears throat> like throw in a few bucks every week and then like assume that that money goes somewhere good. And maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but there's something special and certainly something to be said about, like he didn't give a shit about, like he did, like the money's going to help him hopefully with whatever he uses it on. But like I could tell he didn't want me to walk. Like He just wanted to talk to a human being. Have some sort of connection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why he started talking about that. And he talked about, like, he grew up like an hour north of Reading. Oh, wow. Yep. Got to know the guy. I didn't actually meet him. I didn't know his name, but just, you know. I think it's better that way. It's Maybe. a bit more poetic. I feel like I'm going to see him again. So The unnamed bum. Mm. A new song. Sure. Yeah. Max Minotti. You got to change bum to something more artistic. The unknown traveler. Vagrant. Yeah, traveler's good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was that was another part of my day today. So I like that because yeah. it kind of ties into Christmas and the Christmas spirit. Love it. And <coughs> what this time of year is all about. And big shout out to my parents. This is their 32nd wedding anniversary. Damn, that's too many. Yeah. No, and, that's fine. That's great. And good good yeah, for them. I agree. Way too many. Yeah, it's a long time. It's a long time. How, they, how old are they? Sixties. Uh, my mom's in her sixties. My dad's in his mid seventies. Sweet. Dude. Yeah, they had me a little bit later in life, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, no big shout out to them. I actually uh, took them a little present this morning. I surprised them with what a bottle, was it? bottle of champagne and a couple movie tickets. Nice. Yeah, they wanted to go. See Which says a lot because you have a movie pass. You don't even have to buy movie tickets no. anymore. You just yeah. use movie pass. Check out movie pass. Moviepass.com. Well, yeah, I mean they're retired and they're living off of my dad's retirement, uh, and they spent a lot of money this month on Christmas presents mm-hmm. for their grandkids. That's badass. And then like needed money to go see 
a movie for their 32nd wedding anniversary. Fuck, man. So I'm like, fucking go. I got this. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Jesus, it's the least I could do. Here's a bottle of champagne. Go, go to the movies. Yeah, do your thing. But it's important this time of year to think about other people. Yeah, for sure. It's good. I like, the older I get, the more I realize that's what Christmas is like really about and how fucked it is that it takes, you know, Christmas for us to like realize that. Yeah. Like that bums me out. I had a convert uh, to be kind of vague here. I had a conversation with a family member um, earlier today, actually, and I'm thinking about going home a little bit earlier than I was gonna to just to spend time with family. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there is a thing. Let's see. Uh, I don't really care. I guess I got a tattoo kind of recently, and this person in my family is not really about tattoos, but I'm gonna see this person. So I called that person and I said, basically, like, hey. I'm coming home early for Christmas. I want to spend time with the family, but also like I have this tattoo, you're going to see it. But I just really want the focus to be on family and spending time together. Cause I think that's what it's about. Like why dwell on these, the things that the superficial make you more upset. Yeah. Like yeah. at the end of the day, like when, when we're all older, we're not going to remember the time that we argued about me having a tattoo at Christmas. It's going to be the fact that my grandma was there. My mom was there. My sister, like everybody was there Yeah, and we're just fucking enjoying Christmas. And like, that's a weird, there's, there's weird, um, like there are certain things that like when people think are just black and white, right and wrong, you just can't get past that point, which is frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's something so superficial and aesthetic. And I mean, I think so too, but I, I do get that it's not always like not everybody sees it that way. Yeah. Even like calling back to that podcast, I was listening to the, the, the seeing white thing. Um, even like bringing up the, the fact that there might be some, uh, difference of opinion and something that fundamental can be a point of contention for a lot of people. Yeah. Which is very, uh, it's very um, sad, but it's also kind of enlightening to know that that's a thing and realizing it. And that's why I'm thinking you guys should listen to that podcast. No, that sounds it's fascinating. A, it's, it's, yeah. You should for sure do it. No, I'm, I'm really fascinated by the whole premise. I think it'd be yeah. really good, especially given, you know, just the current climate of the world totally. and we live in a really weird time right now. Yeah. Like I said, I only finished the first episode and they're 30 minutes long, but, um, one of the, the takeaways from the end of the first episode was that, um, this isn't going to be a show about like the neo-Nazis or like the crazy people that are obviously racist. This is more about like just us normal white people that, that live in a, in a, in a culture that doesn't necessarily address that we might all have some of these cultural uh, things going when it comes to differences in race. Yeah, like maybe you don't even know they're there. Exactly. I, oh God, Uh, we're, we're, (laughs) we're going. That's fine. Um, I was at the, in Reno, right? Yeah. And I met with somebody and this is the first time this has ever happened where somebody identified themselves to me, total stranger as a, they said, I'm a Trump Republican. Um, (coughs) You're Trumplican. Trumplican or a Trumplican. Um, but it was pretty weird. Like he gave me like a fist bump after I stopped playing and he was like, this is good music and whatever. And I said, yeah, I'm from Chico. And he gave me like the, like the joint in the mouth, like, Oh, from thing. Chico. Huh? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but like Reno, like weed is legal. So maybe, and he's like, I'm not from Reno. I'm from, uh, I don't know where he's, I don't know where he's from. <coughs> Probably it was like the East coast. It was not yeah. the Midwest, uh, which is what my guess was. But basically he was like, uh, there's going to be some explicit language in this story. It's the fucking danger, danger zone. zone. Yeah. Anyways. Also, wait. Yeah. I need that beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and also, you need some of that beer. Sure. Uh, yeah. Maybe we talked about it. Talk about this beer. Yeah. Before we keep going, and this, <coughs> this danger zone gets even more dangerous. Yeah. We're drinking 
Delirium Noel, yep. which is Delirium Tremens uh, Christmas beer. Mm-hmm. It is a Belgian ale brewed with a ton of spices. So you get a lot more Christmassy vibe. Trivia about this beer before sure. we go on about yeah. your Trumplican. Sure. Do you know what Delirium Tremens means? Yes, I do. And I will tell you. Don't Google it, <laughs> bitch. No, I don't know what it means. Do oh. you? Yeah. Oh, what does it mean? Delirium Tremens is the clinical term for alcohol withdrawals. When did you learn that? Long time ago. That's great. When my hands first started shaking. <laughs> I'm glad the, you think in, that's funny. In, I did think that was that's funny. That's really cool, man. No, Thanks. I, I think that the truest no, yeah. things are the funniest things. So. <laughs> no, Touche, man. No, it is. It's the the shakes. Really? Yeah. When when you drink so much alcohol and you stop, and like the next morning your hands shake until that's you get a beer. Insane. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. What language is that? Is that Latin? Yeah. That sounds Latin. Yeah. It's the clinical. Yeah. Yeah. So. Fun fact about that beer. It's just a shout out to alcohol withdrawals. Yeah, nice, man. Yeah, that's some fun trivia. This beer is really solid. It's a very Belgian ale, uh, but this one's got a ton of spices, and I really like it. How does it compare to like a um, a 21st, no, not 21st, um, an Anchor Steam, like Christmas beer? Completely different. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, like we said, it's a Belgian ale, right? Yeah, this one, you, you get a lot of the Belgian cutting through. I mean, I get a little bit of pine and just spices in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what the spices are, but they're there. Like, it's sure. it's interesting. <laughs> uh, maybe a little nutmeg. It's very sure. subtle spices, but it's very good. It's very, very good. Um, I'm going to definitely give this probably an 8.5 out of 10. It smells fantastic. Well, no, I almost threw a fantastic. It is. I, I don't know that I think it's fantastic. It is. It's a beautiful color. And I love your stories, by the way, but we have to knock this beer no, out. No, we got it. Yeah. Thank because, you. For, like I said, you're steering tonight. Yeah. I'm, we, I'm not we on track. And we could talk forever, which I love doing. We might tonight. I just love ranting. Yeah. Yeah. This is why we have a podcast. Can we say that this brewery's been around since 1654? Sweet mother of Jerry. <laughs> that's a long time. I don't know who Jerry is, but his mother's old. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's a long time. That a, is a, a lot of these Belgian breweries have been around since like the monastic. There's times. Uh, one. I want to say it's Weinstefaner. Uh, Weinstefaner? Yeah. Yeah. They've got their thousand year anniversary That's coming so up. so crazy. My buddy was like, bro, we're going to Belgium. We have to go to the thousand year anniversary of this brewery. If people are still on board, by the way, we should totally shout out Spikes. We should have done it in the commercial, but Spikes five year was uh, yesterday. Yeah. Which uh, Spikes Bottle Shop is what we're talking about. Yeah. If you've ever heard our podcast or you listen to this episode, you know what we're saying. Friend of the show. Good, yeah. Good, good all around guy. Friend Great of business. our listeners. Yeah. Uh, yeah, five years uh, yesterday, which is amazing. Yeah, and he's been through a lot. There was a yep. fire in his building. Fire. You know, he's been through a lot, and it's good stuff. And he's built up an amazing store with a ridiculous selection of beer. Yeah, I remember when we started this and we first got that partnership. I I remember thinking like we were saying best beer selection around, which was probably true, but I wasn't positive. But I'm pretty sure after doing a year of this podcast with that partnership. Yeah. It's the best beer selection around. Yeah, he's got like 1,800 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's something crazy. Yeah, uh, For a while, he was trying to be the the most in the United States. Is uh, that right? And he's real close. Yeah. He's like top five. Where'd you get the, this delirium? Spikes. All right, bottle that's what shot. I thought. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, all of, all of the, the beers except for, you know, some certain donations. We get some in some like crazy. Yeah, crazy and sometimes I travel and we bring stuff. But sure. the majority of the beers that we imbibe in this show come from Spikes Bottle Shop. So yeah, definitely. if you want to drink like us. Yeah, get with it, motherfuckers. Um, so this beer in general, what do you think? It's I actually want to talk about the color. It's really pretty, right? Yeah, it was. It's it's lighter than I thought, but also browner. 
I yeah. thought it was going to be like a, like a, a hazy, like, not, not like hazy, golden-y. Golden. I yeah, was expecting sure. golden-y too. It's way more <clears throat> amber of hue. It's definitely amber, light brown, um, almost like a, like a, like a Coke's not quite right, but. Do you want to hear a joke that my robot told me? Definitely I do. <laughs> <laughs> I asked my robot, tell me a dirty joke. Okay. And my robot said, what's brown and sounds like a bell? Wait. No, sorry. Dung. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Right? Uh, that's a really good way to tie back into my story, but remind me that after. because we Your we story's should... about poo? That's about bad jokes. Oh, okay. Um, but of. it was brown. That was right. the whole point. It's brown, yeah. Um, it actually is really good. I'm, I'm always, like I think we've talked about before, I'm very leery of, of Belgian yeah, yeasty Yeah, and that's ales. such an unfair blanket. So <clears throat> yeah. I think we need to be more open-minded. I kind of want to have like a Belgian fest. Let's, yeah, I was going to say, let's do a few, let's do a few episodes yeah. of Belgians. Well, and this <gasps> is, that was another reason I gravitated towards this beer. I like um, trying things that put me outside my comfort mm-hmm. zone. And yeah. it helps you grow as a beer consumer. Yeah. And, and also as a person to not be that dick that's like, I don't drink Belgians. Yeah. Don't be that dick. I, I feel like that same guy is, or girl. Is the person that's like, I don't drink Coors, which I am that person a lot of the time, but those are not, not exactly the same because one is, is, is for taste reasons and one is for uh, maybe like business reasons. I think it I would know. be nice to say like, I don't like Coors and it, it's a way less pretentious way to say. I don't know, man. Cause I actually do like, I love I'll, it. I'll drink Coors Light, but I, on it, like, you know, I love bacon, but I don't eat it. Yeah. For and more that, of like a, a moral reason or an ethical reason. Like, yeah. Um, like, I, I try not to support giant breweries that shut down other small breweries. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, that's fair. It's like, like if I am going to go get a burger, uh, I will go, I'll try to find like a smaller business, then go to like a McDonald's. Dude, McDonald's Lots always makes there, you feel like poo poo. Yeah. In all sorts of ways. Yeah. yeah it's not good. Uh, let's rate this beer. I gave it an eight five. I really love it. Yeah, like I I love it. There's some Belgians that I love. Yeah, there's just certain ones that are too <clears throat> too much. Totally, you know. And you, yep. it's it's trial and error. But to say that you don't like Belgian beers is like saying you don't like cookies because you had a bad one one time. Please don't quote us on this because we've said we don't like Belgian beers, but this was like a year ago. Well, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, I'd like to think we've grown. In we the yeah, last we try, year. and that's the thing too. Like we try not to lock into. Into certain beliefs, like we try to keep open minds to stuff that goes like from yeah beer to life, movies to and politics, like, opinions, whatever. Yeah, um, but again, this is Delirium Noel eight five for you. I'm gonna give a, a caveat here. I haven't had a cough drop in maybe I don't know thirty minutes, so I think I'm back to normal. I had some four loco to clear the palate. That's almost gone, by the way. <laughs> almost killed a whole four loco. <clears throat> yeah, I'm very close. Um, but no, this is this is actually really good. I would, I'd give it like a like a seven, seven okay. and a half maybe. I'm gonna say seven five. Okay. Um, partially because I just love holding this bottle, like the ceramic. They're texture. real nice, right? It's really good. Yeah, the foil was a bit of a pain in the ass, like you were saying, but yeah, it gets kind of everywhere. But um, this is a really good Christmas beer. Like I might snag another one of these yeah. and drink it on Christmas. Totally, man. It's it's one of those bottles too that like if you present it to your family, it's it's very fancy looking. Yeah, we, Johnny almost shot his eye out. Yeah, when the, I took the yeah, the, the, cap, cork. the cork off, it was like it was. We're done. here. That was a really good. Time. It's time to yeah. go. It was very red ridery. Yeah, you'll shoot your eye out. Speaking of which, I guess uh, let's touch on this. There's talk. Uh, we can edit this out if I'm not correct. There's talk of a uh, community movie night at a local business here in Chico for our podcast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we are talking about, I think it'll be past the holidays at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, but we want to put on a movie night. We've done one in the past at Burgers and Brew. Yeah. 
And we're going to do another movie night where there will be a couple special kegs for the night. Um, I just thought of it because last year we did the we did the Christmas story. Christmas story. And yeah. well, you did. You're right. You couldn't make it. I went the fuck to sleep. Yes, you did. I got a job, man. Which is what I should do to now because I've had three hours of sleep, but it doesn't matter. No. We're, we're professionals now. We're, we're damn professionals, but we're both <clears> going <throat> to sleep true. We're going to sleep hard. Yeah, I'm going to sleep like an unborn baby. Which I realize sounds like a start to a bad joke, but I just mean like because like always they just always sleep. You're gonna be in utero. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna throw a curveball here. We're gonna go to another break. What? Yes, couple reasons. Mostly, I have to use the restroom. I'm gonna finish this beer, and I want to talk more about the bad joke that was told to me at the pepper mill that made me think about uh, uh, seeing white. Max, these pretzels. They're making me thirsty. They look good. They're delicious. I haven't had time to eat today, so it's a nice salty snack, but they're making me so thirsty. I know, I think I know a place where you can go. Yeah, because I need an ice cold beer so bad. Perfect. About, about to bust. Perfect. Well, right here in Chico, Spike's Bottle Shop. Have you heard of them? Yeah, I have heard of them. Yes. Well, maybe our listeners haven't. And if you guys haven't heard of Spike's Bottle Shop, they're right here in Chico at 1270 East First Avenue, and they've partnered with this podcast for a very special deal. Yeah. If you use promo code FHC at checkout, you will get 10% off any purchase, and you should go use it because they've got a killer selection of craft beer, as well as spirits and champagne. New Year's is coming. Get what you need. Spike's Bottle Shop. Chestnuts roasting. On an open fire, mm. something, something in the snow. Jack Frost nipping, nipping at your toes. Nipping at your toes. Yeah. Yuletide Carol, we are gay. You've heard it said. Merry Christmas. Many times. Many ways. Merry Christmas. We're good at this. To you. That was a weird sort of yeah, that was, minor thing. That yeah, was good. I don't That's know good. what happened. So I get off stage and this guy fist bumps me. He's like, great music. And then I say, I'm from Chico. He does the weed thing. Mm -hmm. And then I said, yeah, but like weed's also from here. And he's like, I'm not from here. I'm from somewhere else. Not the Midwest. Yeah. Texas. No, I think he's like the East Coast. Anyways. Florida. Immediately after that, he goes, obviously, I'm a Trump Republican, which is the first time that's ever happened to me. Nobody's mm. ever been like, obviously, that's the deal. And this is where the uh, the conversation gets a little bit weirder because he starts throwing out some lingo. Sex cult. N no. Mm. Different. But like I'm not on board with it. So okay. he, he goes, um, he starts talking about like liberal snowflakes. And I was like, he was like, Look, did you vote for Hillary? And I was like, yeah, the guy singing love songs on stage is probably a liberal snowflake. Like I am that guy. Um, and uh, So did he profile you? Kind of. But then, so he starts talking about, like, he just brings up politics, like, we're at this bar. This is all going to get back to race, by the way, in okay. two seconds. Wow. Merry Christmas. More than that. Um, First, we hate Jeff Goldblum. But he's, like, totally normal. He's, like, I was a Marine, whatever. And at one point, he talks about how he was in the Gulf War, and he was shooting people running away from him with, like, a 50 cal. And the song, War, what is it good for? That song, absolutely nothing, right? Is playing. And he's, like, shooting people as they're running. He was, like, it was hilarious. That was my first, second, that was my second red flag. I was like, this guy doesn't see me. Is he like listening to his iPod? No, or? it's like playing the whole platoon's like, yeah, it's, get him. See, that's hard to believe. Like, did they it have a fucking PA? I don't know the deal. It seemed like, it's described like it was a movie. It's questionable, sir. And then he goes, again, full volume in a bar with lots of people. He goes, yeah, I voted for Trump because Hillary's a cunt. 
super loud. And my my defense, I just went my like way to deflect was like, she's like we're all everybody's a cunt. we're all cunts. Great, it's fine. Just everybody's a cunt. That's cool, I guess. And then he just like kept going. At one point, he started telling this joke, and this is what it gets back to. You were mentioning that joke earlier, and he starts telling a joke. And we have a bartender there uh, who is black, and he says he kept calling him like something. It was like a Lakers reference. I don't remember it, but Kobe. No, it was like Showtime, maybe. Mm. Uh, I don't really, I don't, couldn't explain it because I don't know. Primetime. Maybe Primetime. What would that be? That was a Deion Sanders reference. Yeah, maybe. Very fast <laughs> African-American. Sure. Okay, right. So already played, pretty racist. Played football. Yeah. Oh, no, it was Lakers for sure. Oh, okay. Um, but anyways, he told this stupid joke, and I'm, I'm really working on this about myself. I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to not laugh if a joke is inappropriate or offensive. I just, I don't want to encourage it. Yeah. Um, but my nature is just to like, uh, laugh awkwardly. Yeah. The bartender, none of that. He's mm-hmm. like, if it's not funny, I'm not going to laugh, which I very much respect. Like, don't laugh at it. And this guy who's been like now kind of like spouting kind of racist stuff for like an hour. Yeah. Says this joke. Bartender does not laugh. And this guy looks at him, not laughing, looks back at us. He goes, that's cool. That's how brothers laugh. And I was like, come oh, on. No. And that was it. I was like, this is crazy. So I went around the other side of the barn and I, and I said to the bartender, um, I said, like, how often does that happen? The dumb shit Where like some drunk-ass white dude comes in drinking gin and tonics for three hours and starts calling you brother or my man or like, and just assumes that it's cool. And he's like, it happens all the time. You just blow it off. Yeah. Crazy. It was yeah. the caveat for me to start listening to this podcast. Fuck, dude. Seeing white. It's like- you gotta start uh, taking me with you. I will just be your security. I like, yeah. I, and and granted, if it maybe if I were just a regular customer and I wasn't uh, having to be a professional and getting paid there, I might have said something like, or at least disagreed with them. Like, you shouldn't say that. You can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's why you need security. Yeah, like my man. Yeah, it's Yo, like Ma- the dad in Maxwell. Get out. Maxwell cannot take a stance, my man. But I will do this. <laughs> I will take a stance for him. You need to. Fuck right yeah, dude. It's it, it's crazy. Like simply cannot be around people like that. But the problem is, I don't think he really realized exactly what he was saying, which is the shame. Yeah. So much focus is put on like people that are blatantly racist and like those people are the problem. But there's like there's so much more, you know, subtextual issues like that. You just like you just can't say you can't just say cunt in a bar super loud. Too. And what like, the bartender said to me was like, so in addition, like yeah, that happens like four or five times a day. <coughs> but he's also like the reason you can't say that is because even if you're joking, like. In the past 200 years, you can't imagine how many white people have said that to black people and not meant it as a joke mm. and just like, just fucking, and then hit them with a whip and it's like, right. boom, and you can't, and people just don't get it. And I don't even fully get it, but yeah, I realize I don't get it and I'm trying to be at least sensitive. Not sensitive, just aware. Aware. Yeah, aware. aware. And educated and not be a fucker. Yeah. And just treat people nicely. Yeah. It was, it was weird, man. He was, uh, he was definitely like a kind of a, a dick swinging kind of guy. Like, yeah, uh, was, I would, I would have loved to have been there. Yeah. I would love for you to have been there too. I'm good. Oh man. I don't have very much of a filter when it comes to ignorance. Like I that. think that's great. It's just, it simply will not stand like, yeah. sir, if you're going to speak that way, you just get out of here. You can't be you around gotta, me. You gotta go. <laughs> I don't want to be your friend. Yeah. Go talk to someone else. Yeah. Let's, good Lord. Hey, let's, I could tell at one point too, cause he kept drinking more gin and tonics. Of course. And I feel like that's a pretty stereotypical, like, old white man drink. Pretty much. I like a good gin and tonic, that's, but, like... No, like, a, that's, like, a stereotyping. Like a Tom Collins. What's that? 
old white person drink. All right. Yeah. Well, his buddy, who was like 20 years younger, they worked at the same, uh, they were bankers. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how many boxes we can check here, but um, his dude, his buddy was like at least not getting super drunk. He's like, good conversation. Let's not take it any further. And this guy's like, no, let's, you know, more, more conversation. <clears throat> I love digging holes. Um, but let's not end the podcast on that note. No, let's talk about Christmas because yeah. it is Christmas. So I'm um, not going to talk to you until after Christmas. Yeah, no, we're going to part our ways. What are you doing? Uh, I am doing nothing. Uh, we you might be at Duffy's. We might go to Duffy's. Yeah. Um, no, we are actually probably going to take a little day trip or maybe an overnight trip. Go hit a brewery or something, do something fun. We have this tradition where we just do something completely selfish for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> and then we're doing a big family thing the 6th of January. Whose family? What's that? Whose family? Mine and mine because all of Shalina has moved away. Oh, is that right? Yeah, her folks and her grandma live in Idaho. So we ah. might, yeah. So we are going to do our own thing. And then Monday, actually Christmas Day, we're going to go eat Chinese food and watch movies right. with my parents. At Hang on, I got this. Uh, at um, Frick. Um, at their house. No, no, no. The Chinese food comes from a place and they have a place in Orville, right? It's in Orville. Oh, Tong Fong Lo. No, there's yeah. another place that you talked about. Tong Fong Lo. The original ones in Chico, it's been there like a, or in Oroville, it's been there like a hundred years. Wasn't there another Chinese place that you talked about that was open on Christmas? You oh yeah. Um, 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 That's what I'm thinking um, of. Uh, Wendy's? No, it's not no. Wendy's, but it's like. Ginger's. Ginger's. That's yeah. it. It's really good Chinese okay, food. Because we've talked about that for a holiday yeah. before. Yeah, no, it's like, I love getting ginger's. But that's not Christmas. where you're going this Christmas? I'm going to get ginger's and take it to my parents' house. <laughs> take it to Tong Fung and be like, this is what I'm eating. Right? I'm out of here. <laughs> We're going to watch a movie now. <laughs> No, yeah. no, I'm getting I'm getting gingers and taking it to my parents' house, and they're sure. gonna get their favorite Chinese food, and we're gonna have like a buffet. That sounds great. And we're gonna drink beers and champagne and in pajamas all day. It's gonna be great. Um, so on 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 kind of on that note, I I can't remember if I said it on this episode earlier. It, it's it's been like an hour and twenty, but it feels like longer because I've had a long day. And then the four loco. It's been a long. Obviously. It's been a long week, bro. Yeah, man. I didn't even want to be here tonight. That's not true. Don't say that. No, I did. I was just. Really I didn't want to be here either. But now we, that we're, I feel like we're we're in a better spirit than yeah, we were when we started. We both shotgunned uh, Red Bulls. I actually didn't finish mine. Oh. I'm, I'm about here. I'm gonna finish it now. Can you say something? Yeah. So we both drank Red Bulls. Uh, we kind of got some calories in us. I brought some pretzels, so it kind of really brought us back to life. You're tired. I'm tired. You're smashing Red Bull cans on your right head. On my face. All right. So three. We're not ending yet. Three Christmas questions. Oh sure. Ready. You're asking me or I'm asking you? Fucking asking you, bro. Well, said it. Favorite Christmas movie? Home Alone. Best Christmas gift you ever got? Huh. When I was uh, nine-ish, my mom got me, my, my parents, oh no, this might have been earlier. My parents split up when I was young, but this is when they were still together or they came together for Christmas. I can't remember. My mom got me a, or my parents got me a Nintendo 64 controller. Dope. Just the controller. But <laughs> I think I've said this on an episode before. Um, and they said, Wait, what my mom said, it's just, I unwrapped it and I saw a Nintendo. I was like, yes, a 64 finally. And it was just the controller. Mom said, okay, great. Now you can go down and like go to your friend's places that have a 64 and you can just plug it in and be like, guys, can I join? And in my brain, I was like, mom, that's going to make everybody hate me. <laughs> Nobody wants to like invite a friend in that just plugs in a controller. Um, so for about an hour or two on Christmas, I thought I only got a controller, but then they got me the 64. Really? So that's like the they most- They trolled you for like two hours? It was pretty funny. Uh, yes. When I was 10, that was my birthday. Never mind. doesn't count. Whoa. Good. Doesn't, well, that'll be different. Okay. Third question. Favorite Christmas cookie? Oh. Um, hmm. Oatmeal raisin? 
Is that a Christmas cookie? I don't know. No. What's a Christmas cookie? Not that. Yeah, that's too too much health. Come on, man. What's a Christmas cookie? Uh, you've got. Let's see. Uh, sugar cookies, frosted sugar cookies. That's one. Thumbprint cookies. Oh, I see. Gingerbread sure. cookies. No, okay. So I like I like the uh, the shortbread cookies that are sprinkled with uh, with um, like uh, granulated sugar shaped like Christmas trees. Oh, I know exactly. I love those ones about. with like green frosting. And you can get them at like the grocery store. Like they're pretty common. They come in like the clear totally. plastic. Come, yeah, with the big lids. But like yeah, twenty four of them. But they're nice. Yes. And they're very Christmassy. Let me ask you three Christmas questions. Hopefully they're the same ones. There's going to be one of the same. What's your favorite Christmas present that you've gotten? Favorite Christmas present uh, was an original Nintendo. I got it in 1991. Like a Super Nintendo? No. The NES, Nintendo Entertainment Con- Entertainment System. Original Nintendo. That was the original? D-pad A and B. I learned something on Part-Time Genius. Mm. Sorry to... But one of the episodes I listened to was was Nintendo, basically. They invented the D-pad. Did yeah. you know that? D-pad stands for Directional Pad. Sure. First patented by Nintendo. And it was a big deal. Circa 1984. Yeah. Because they... Initially, it was for their controllers, but the D-pad, like, they, even on, like, DVD or TV remotes, they didn't have that. Yep. And and then they did. That's why, like, Nintendo's been so... At one point, Nintendo made a sewing machine. What? Yeah. And it was, like, very heavily marketed towards, like, eight girls. Like... No, it was nothing. It was like a. It was like something you'd see in like a an LG catalog. Like okay, this is for and it's not gonna it's not gonna go out of style after six months. Your daughter can use this her whole life and she'll be a great wife one day and she'll love to sew things for her husband. Yeah. It was a little sexist, but the point is they've Just done a lot little. of stuff. Uh, yeah, Nintendo's the, been doing doing good things. For, yeah, well, so, they've been doing things for a while. <laughs> so that was probably the coolest okay. Christmas present I ever got. Your most memorable Christmas. What is the year that you remember the most? Oh shoot. There's been a couple. Um, there was one that was probably in my early 20s where, like, I had more family in one room than I'd ever had mm. or had in a really long time. Um, one of the more memorable ones was I took a road trip to Montana and spent a Christmas in Montana. Where? Uh, my my sister lived uh, in the suburbs of Great Falls, which is right outside. Like, Great Falls is one of the bigger cities, and they lived about 30 minutes outside of it. Right. So. Kind of situation where they had a big giant house and it was a 25 minute drive if you wanted to get like a Slim Jim. Damn. You're just boom. I feel like at that point, like just you shoot your own cow. Yeah. Make your own Slim Jim out of it. It was was really neat though. I mean, kind of doing a whole different experience in a different state. Right. Um, The week I was there, it was negative 15 degrees one morning. So cold. Yeah. Like you walk outside and understand how weather can kill you. Yeah, it's that like abrasive. Like I just felt all my nose hairs freeze, so that was a really memorable one. Um, You know, and then there's a lot when I was younger. Like I remember getting like my first bike, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, probably the Christmas in Montana was pretty cool because I was super close with my nephew. Um, Long, long story there. Totally ready for another podcast, but he ended Mm -hmm. up moving away. Um, We've talked about this too. Did we? Yeah, a while back. That rings a really loud bell. I think we might have talked about it off the air. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. Sure. But yeah, I was super close with him. I actually helped raise him. Yeah. You know, no, but, this is, yeah, we've for sure, okay. maybe off the air. But yes, we've talked about this. Yeah. And then he moved away. So it was really cool getting back to like go back and visit him and like rekindle like a bit of a friendship there. And he was, was always very young. So just right. getting to go visit him for that Christmas was really, really cool. All right. Third question. Third and final question. You're how old now? 30. 30. 30. When you're 60, mm-hmm. describe to me the morning of December 25th. When I'm 60? Mm-hmm. Hmm. What do you see? What do you wake up to? Uh, 
Lots of cats. Really? Yeah. Right. Well, I'm not done. That's not everything. Right. There's the, definitely the like cats is a weird, well, weird and, lead. No, well, no, because my cats sleep in my bed. Yeah, that's true. So I'm like, just not a cat. You know this. I'm not a cat. No, person, I'll so like I'll wake up and one of them's usually like on part of my face. Right. Because <laughs> they like to stay warm. They do. Um, maybe like two kids. Okay. That like wake me up. But how old are they at that point? Oh God, I don't know. This is this is the. The million Shoot. dollar question. Sixty. That's too old. <clears throat> you have kids at that point, though. You're yeah, not, you're, they're not like one. Yeah, no. I don't know. You know, probably shoot by sixty. How old's your mom again? Sixty one. So, yeah. So you said. Yeah. So you'd have a. I ideally you'd have would, to have a kid of right now. Ideally, I would like to have adult <laughs> children by then. Sure. You know, so maybe my kids show up with coffee and cookies and wake my old ass up. Nice. Something are, like are that. You, uh, so waking up in the morning, you are in bed with Shalina mm-hmm. and you guys wake up. What are you wearing? I sleep in the nude. Do you really? You're yep. not, not at 60. You don't. No, you're too cold. Maybe that. Yeah. Maybe that. You sleep in what you're wearing no. right now. <laughs> Jeans, Bundled. a shirt, a sweatshirt, a Carhartt and a beanie. Yep. No, probably flannel jammies. Yeah. yeah I love sure. flannel. You know, they're very warm. You know, I'd like to own my own property by then. So maybe like some goats in the yard. Nice. Maybe a, a rooster awakens me at sunrise and then I, I make some coffee for the family. Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah. Start a fire in my hearth. And where are we uh, in the world? Probably outskirts of Chico. Okay. I think maybe in like Magalia. No, like Durham. Oh, okay. Like, like nice. It, yeah. Like the, outside. The better part. Yeah. yeah. Or like, you know, Kiefer Road, sure. Chico. Yeah. Like in Chico, but like I've still got two acres. Right. Something like that. Okay, final final thing that I want to ask you. I'm going to give you three scenarios okay. in which you can get a million dollars, but there's something else. Mm. You tell me the thing that you would most likely do and the thing that you would least likely do. Scenario one. Okay. You get a million dollars, but whenever you disagree, whenever someone disagrees with you, you receive a mild electric shock. Knowing, uh, knowing you people agree with you or disagree with you sort of often. <laughs> what are you uh, talking about? I'm a very charming individual. Scenario two, you get a million dollars, but whenever you see a shooting star, you learn exactly when and how someone you know will die. <laughs> That's actually um, rooted in a lot of mythology. It's a random draw of the cards. So that's amazing. No. Yeah. That's actually, I believe that a little bit. Or scenario three million dollars but when you feel anxious you catch a cold the most likely and the least likely you would do most likely electric shock least likely shooting star you don't want to know how people you know die nope interesting you don't give a shit about colds nope yeah i wouldn't do the cold either that would be my no, least and likely. mild electric shocks i've done worse than that to myself just for sexual pleasure oh my god <laughs> No, I'm not scared of a little electric zap. Yeah, that's, that's true. worth a million Yeah, like bucks. what does mild even mean? Like mild is like a nine volt battery on the tongue. Oh, that's what I was gonna. That's use. fine. That's yeah. kind of. Fun. You put that on your frenulum that might split it. Yeah. Let's, was let's, that on the brake? Yeah. Was that not on tape? No, that was. <laughs> Don't was remember. Definitely on the brake, man. Yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Um. All right. Well, that's all I had. I. Well, I guess I want to talk about why I just said those things. You got that game for Christmas. I got a new party game. Yeah. I, t- I was. I'm gonna take it home with me in a few days, and it's called Million Dollars. A million dollars. It's called Million Dollars But, and it's basically this game that's sort of like Cards Against Humanity, but less uh, sexual, more appropriate for your older relatives. Okay. And you get these scenarios, and there's four different ways of playing the game. One is uh, like Cards Against Humanity. You have uh, 
like the judge reads one card, then everybody submits another card that completes the scenario. Um, another way of playing is you, you pick two cards and then you pass it to the judge and everybody makes their own scenarios. Mm. Um, and the judge picks the thing that they are most likely to do. So you play to the judge's mm. personality or the thing they're least likely to do. Mm. And then there's like another one they write on the back and it's just like, um, step one is the judge draws one, the one trigger card, which is like the setup. And then one, one, uh, you know, finish the other half. Um, and then basically the judge reads it out loud and then everybody just debates it. Like, well, that'd be crazy. Wouldn't it? Uh, oh, I nobody, like the debate one. I do too. And nobody's ever going to do that. Like, I'll do it with you. All right. Let's do one. Let's do one. Okay. I will be the judge. I will draw a black and a gold, a trigger and a rule. Okay. Here comes the, uh, let me find it. So what's the debate? Whether this is good or not? So it says, um, rule three or yeah, step three, players debate the scenario. Four, players secretly place bets. That's not happening. This doesn't work with, with two people, I don't think, but I will be a judge and a participant. Mm. The scenario is this. You get a million dollars, but every time you eat seasoned food, someone pilfers through everything in your bedroom. Wow. Pilfers is a term for rummaging. Yeah. Basically. Not really taking anything, but just kind of looking through it all. So now in a in a group of more than two people, everybody here in the room mm-hmm. would and if I'm the judge, would bet what I would say. Would I do this for a million dollars or not? Yeah. So you might bet a dollar that I would do it, and this person on your left is like, he would not do it. Yeah. I don't think you would do it. There's not much in my bedroom. If they were like your studio, I would not do it. Or your travel bag? Yeah, not a chance. Yeah. You stay out of that bag. But really? Like bedroom. What's like, in your bag? Nothing crazy, but like my traveling stuff is stuff that I need to work That's and fair. survive. But so. it, they're not taking anything. They're just looking through it. Is that what it is? Pilfer? Can you Google Pilfer? I will. Because I think pilfer is, it's not just rummaging, but it's like also, t- is it taking? I don't think it's taking. Just looking? Yep. That doesn't seem, well, I don't care then. Yeah, sure. Pilfer away. <coughs> There's a reason that a pilferner is oh, the purest. Is, no. is it not taking? Pilfer. The the definition is steal. Oh, shit. Yeah, God okay. damn it. Wait, it's just straight up steal? Steal. Someone steals through everything in your bedroom? That can't be. Do you have another definition? Typically, <laughs> things of relatively little value. Oh, that's weird. Synonyms of pilfer are steal, thieve, take, snatch, purloin, loot. All right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So uh, basically, so that's lo- this game. they yeah. look through all your things and take, <laughs> take things what they want. that are pretty much <laughs> inconsequential to your existence. Right. Like, uh, I'm fine with it. Like, I'm going to take... You come home. Where the fuck are all my candles? They were pilfered. All of my candles. Yep. All right. You might think this is a commercial for a game. And if you thought that, you'd be be right. Uh, Again, this is million dollars, but which is a great segue, Patreon folks. You heard our Patreon commercial with the Sarah McLaughlin thing, which we're going to be doing from now on because it's amazing. Um, We have an event in a couple weeks. This game will be available. If you like playing this game with us, if you if you were just playing along while we weren't even there, you'll have a great time at our event. Give us a dollar a week. You'll spend $4 a month, which is nothing. If you have a smartphone, you can afford it. I'm no mathematician, but that seems like a great I'm deal. I'm also no mathematician, but we can do it. Yeah, together. So just just go over to patreon.com slash freshshopcinema, throw us a buck or two, and come to our events, and we play these games and we drink beer. This and podcast is turning into commercials for things. Commercials always. Yeah. Yeah. Are we done talking about I, Christmas? I'm good. Yeah. Uh, 
Merry Christmas. What everybody. do you What do you want for Christmas? <laughs> That's my uh, your be- mustache. Your beard scratching. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, no, I'm good. Like I have I have most of the things that I need. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's a really cool place to be because I'm kind of there with you, and also it upsets me when my friends gets me gifts because it's like you. There was a bag involved earlier. You thought it was for me. I was like, "Fuck!" I would never get you a gift. Good. I would I never you. get you a gift. You got me a Christmas card, and I immediately I was like, "I didn't get you anything." I was like, "I don't want anything." <laughs> no, I get like, I'm, I'm a person. I don't really care about the holiday, but if if I see a gift that applies to a friend, I'll get the gift. Yeah, but you would do that year round. That's, that's not like a Christmas. No, thing. It's, yeah, like yeah. I don't. I don't think it's good to. N- well, it's, I don't think it's bad, but I'm not I don't think lie. it should be an obligatory thing to buy people gifts no, all the time. That's stupid. Outside of family. Not maybe. gonna lie. I've had that moment where I'm like, I should buy that for Max. And then I keep fucking walking. Here's what we should do is we should just always use this should be on break, but, but like podcast fund for that, like buy each other gifts. Get on Patreon, give us gifts so we can buy each other gifts. Yeah. You know. Give us money. Yeah. All right. This is we gotta go. Yeah. Um, you're gonna sing us out. No, I already did that. Give me some white. Give Christmas. me a song. Okay. Hang on. Guys. Hang on one second. I, can you talk more? Yeah, it's been a great year. <coughs> this is the first full year of the podcast. We started last September, uh, but this is the first full 12 months. Uh, it's been a great ride, uh, and we've had a lot of fun with all of you. Give me some background. Tickle those ivories. I don't even baby. know the key, man. That's fine. I'm, it's, wait, ready? Yeah, on, Hold on. I'm not ready. I got to find the key uh, yet. I'm dream. Nothing? No. No. I don't know what that chord would be. Hang on, I got it. Wow, yeah, that's good. I'm getting there. Hang on, I that's just gotta good. find it. I gotta find it. Well, uh, play me something that sounds like a melody. There we go. That'll that'll work. No, this is a big heartfelt thank you to all of our listeners out there. Me and Max both appreciate you so much. From our family to yours, may you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Kisses. Christmas, everybody. I'm not going to play the outro. We're just going to... Sorry, you should... What you just said was good. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs>